Hi there, and welcome back to our mini marketing podcast series for real estate agents. In today's podcast, we're going to go into a little bit more depth on a topic that we've introduced previously, and this is relevant to all agents who sell real estate. It's all about marketing funnels, how to build them, why to build them, and why they work. Remember, if you're in the car or you don't have a pen handy and you can't take notes, just enter your details underneath the specific podcast on the SaleEasy website and we'll send you some easy notes that you can use to catch up later on. Before we kick off today, I just want to give you some context as to why this is such an important topic. Before our family built SaleEasy, our innovative online auction platform, some of us sold and managed real estate and some of us worked as marketing consultants to real estate agencies. Through working with various real estate agencies, What became increasingly obvious over the years is that even now, so many agents are still doing marketing the hard way, even though they think it's the easy way. So many agents that we worked with would list a property, feed it through to major display sites, and then perhaps an automated email would go out to their database and they might pop up a for sale sign. There were a few other activities that they were doing, but essentially they were running the same promotional strategy for every single property. Ultimately, it consisted of a lot of awareness-based activity in that first week of listing. So getting the listing out there to an expansive group and then a lot of responding to inquiries, both from genuinely interested people and then a lot of people who really had no intention to buy. We've worked with agents through both cool and hot markets. And what we found is that in a hot market, this approach worked absolutely fine. Demand is really high, buyers are streaming in and a sale doesn't depend or rely on marketing as much as it might in a cooler market. When the market was cool, however, the approach just really didn't work. Agents were becoming really frustrated. They solely blamed the cooling market and they really suffered from that increased average time on market before a sale. The thing is, your job as an agent, it's not really just about that obvious stuff, the listing, the negotiating, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, your job is actually pitted in being that specialist marketer of properties. That's what your vendor is really commissioning you to do. It's what they can't do themselves. Now, in any other industry, if you specialize in marketing, but use that same set and forget strategy for every single product, regardless of uniqueness, you absolutely wouldn't be considered a marketing specialist. As we enter a cooling market and things get a little bit more challenging and we we are already there, we're already in that cooling market in most areas of Australia, marketing is going to make the difference between agents who take a big hit and agents who make it through largely unscathed. So how can you market more strategically? How can you create those funnels so you're working smarter, not harder? The first tip is to make sure that you're not taking that rinse and repeat approach. Every property is at least slightly different. And you know this, every target buyer group is also at least slightly different. So every promotional strategy should also be unique. Start by sitting down and creating a target buyer profile. Now, when we talk to agents about this, a lot of them say, but this house could suit a retired couple or a first home buyer or any number of other people. Why not just target absolutely everyone? The simple answer to that is that You can't actually target everyone. That's not what targeting is. It's not a strategic approach to marketing. Trying to reach everyone is simply casting the net wide and hoping for the best. It's working harder, not smarter. As the agent, it's your job to know who is most likely to buy a property. It's part of the specialist expertise you've built up over your years working in the field. Expertise that vendors just don't have to draw on themselves and that's why they hire you. Base this decision on your knowledge of the property, the area, the neighborhood, and a range of other factors that you know that you have already built up experience in over the years. Next, using that information, work out which marketing channels your target buyer is most often exposed to. For example, if the property is suited to young first home buyers, try Instagram as a key marketing channel. If it's 60 year olds, Instagram may not be the best choice. 
Go through a list of channels and select those that your target buyer most interacts with and pays most attention to. Don't stick with just the usual channels. It can take five, seven, or sometimes even more exposures to the same message before a potential buyer will actually take action. Finally, select your key messages carefully. Use messaging, headings, advertising copy that is directly aimed at that particular target buyer profile. Talk to them, appeal to their specific motivations and desires. Don't just try to use a general message that suits everyone. If you look at promotion for basically any product on the market, you'll see that marketers most often take this approach, that they are targeting a particular buyer group and hedging their bets on that or a couple of specific target groups because they're more likely to achieve that funnel, they're more likely to achieve that sale faster than if they're casting the net wide to a general audience. And the reason for that is that regardless of what you're marketing, that product, and in this case it is a house, it solves a problem for a particular target group. And so what you're doing is you're identifying that problem, you're identifying the target buyer group that this particular product solves that problem for, and then you're telling them how it does that. That's where your messaging comes from. That's why it's so specific, that's why it's so targeted. The second tip is all about trying to use some funnels. So that marketing process that we mentioned that some agents use at the moment, display sites, for sale signs, mass email blasts, They're all part of what we call awareness tactics. They're designed to bring attention to the fact that you have a listing. That's the first stage of a marketing funnel. Once you know who's aware, who's paying attention, who's interested, you can start to work smarter by using marketing channels to filter down or funnel down that group to only those who really want to buy, who want to buy now and who want to buy something exactly like the property that you have. A really simple example of a marketing funnel is starting out with an email blast to those people in your database who have either A, identified that they want a property that matches the property that you have or B, fit into that target buyer profile that you've developed. Once you've sent the email out, you can use email software analytics to tell you exactly who ignored that email by name, by email, who opened it, who clicked on it and which part they clicked on. For those who ignored it, you can wait a few days and send a reminder just to make sure that they didn't accidentally miss it. Once you have a list of people who opened the email and clicked on it, you've filtered your list down from just everyone to people who registered interest. Next, you could send a follow-up email midweek prior to your weekend open house with a new call to action, say something about your open house. Using your email software, the morning of your open house, you can check who clicked on that last email and download a list of those people who showed interest again. What you've got now is a list of people who have showed interest in that property two to three times. They're genuinely interested. Send them a text reminder of the open house and personally invite them along. Finally, after the open house, Using your list of attendees, send an email encouraging next steps, or if you're using SaleEasy, reminding them of the process to register, to make an offer, and how to bid. What you've done here is you've started with a really big list and you've whittled it down in a few steps that literally takes five minutes each to a small group of people who have shown interest in the property four to five times. These people are genuinely interested. You can now nurture this smaller group and push them through to that conversion and purchase phase rather than nurturing this larger group of people who are mixed between people who are genuinely interested and people who have no intention to buy. A standard marketing funnel starts with awareness, it moves into consideration and intent and then to conversion or sale. For many agents, current marketing approaches start and end with that awareness stage and the agent takes on extra work by personally nurturing a bigger group of people than they need to, most of whom have no real intention to buy. You can save time by using simple funnels to whittle that list down to the most likely purchasers. As the market changes, working smarter instead of harder is going to be absolutely vital to success and to meeting those sales KPIs each month. Check out our free marketing articles for more information on developing simple funnels. Well, that's it for today. 
Listen in again next week as we take a look at Facebook advertising and email targeting and how they can assist you with your marketing funnels. Until then, take it easy.